Hello and welcome to another attempt for me to record this episode of What the Fuck is Wrong with You People. This is What the Fuck is Wrong with You People and Russian Wife Trafficking. This is a very serious issue. Um, in my previous recordings, they were interrupted, buzzing, noises, etc. And uh, yeah, I made jokes about it. Um, but I just want to get this done. So the biggest problem going on right now with immigration, uh, in terms of criminal immigration, illegal Im immigration, is really Russian wives being carted over here and part of uh, marriage rings. And I don't mean rings you put on your finger. I mean rings as in spy rings. Uh, Russian criminal organizations are popping up all over the place. It, they aren't really doing drugs or dealing with drugs. Uh, not that I can... I mean, the vast majority aren't. Some of them are. vast majority aren't. They are simple body sellers. And they sell the bodies, basically. Uh, the women, they help the women sell themselves into marriage... And then they manipulate and abuse the laws in order to then take the money from the men that they're marrying. In my line of work, I was, I've been specifically told to look out for certain things, to identify traffickers, to identify this and that. The problem is they're not doing anything illegal that I can report them for. But when you see a Russian coming in, refusing to give you their driver's license when they're required to give you the driver's license in my line of work, they show you only their passport, that means they don't want you to know where they live. Then they take out a wad of cash that's two and a half to three inches thick. I believe it's about two and a half inches thick, size of a baseball or a tennis ball, saying, it's only a thousand dollars, fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, and they don't have anything smaller than a hundred. I can tell a hundred grand folded in half when I see it. Maybe more. This is going on in small towns and areas, rural areas here in Colorado. They can get away with it because the judges are incompetent pieces of shit. The Attorney Regulation Commission and the Judicial Oversight Committee are not controlling judges who mock people or favor men over women in courts, and uh, among other things. Uh, you can't even get the recordings of judges doing this. I've seen it with my own face, but it was not on the transcript afterwards. And I believe that's a violation of the law, but you have to really challenge it and investigate the recordings, which is what these regulation committees are supposed to be doing, and they're not doing it at all. Uh, this is something that uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Montoya, I believe his, his name is Montoya, uh, may be wrong. I may be getting that wrong. Probably am. The legal um, analyst for the Denver Post. Anyway doesn't matter. Uh, legal analyst for Denver Post has actually been complaining about the ARC and Judicial Oversight Committee, uh, the JOC, for 
about six years now, maybe seven, the legislature won't fix it. Uh, Colorado is also like a booming business for men's rights advocates, uh, legal advocates. Now, they're not the same as men's rights MRAs on the interwebs where they're clearly misogynistic. No, these men's rights advocates are saying, listen, uh, we need equal handling of evidence and equal handling of uh, judicial actions against men that you are having against women in relationship our family law proceedings. A lot of these men's rights attorneys are women because they're the only ones that can successfully argue on behalf of men in these courtrooms. You can't have a men's right attorney who's a man and argue as successfully or as frequently as successfully as a woman. And none of these women, you know, I've spoken with some of them, uh, in, you know, for various other reasons, um, they are not about saying men deserve something over women. What they're saying is, listen, if a woman has an audio tape and she enters it into evidence, the man should be allowed to enter his audio tape into evidence too. And a lot of judges are refusing it. You know, they're denying evidence, they're manipulating um, the proceedings, and it's turning into a real problem. So when you have a woman saying, yeah, I'm seeing men get screwed over, and I don't think it's right because it will blow back and then that's wrong too. So that's what's going on here. So you have a failure of the justice system. You have a failure of the legislature to correct the problem. And that makes it ripe for these human traffickers who are Russian to come in and say, I know how to uh, manipulate the American marriage system. So what happens is these wife rings uh, know a woman who is single in Russia who typically wants to get out of Russia. They will arrange by picking a pigeon. uh, And they always have to be a landowner, older, typically, white male with money who... you know, can afford somewhat lavish trips and who will likely be uh, prime for uh, a loan of 100000 or more. Maybe 50000 is low ball. So what happens is they get set up. Oh, I know a good friend. She needs, she, she's very nice like me. You like me? You meet my friend. You might like her, might fall in love. All right. Russian friend flies a guy over, uses money financed by the criminal organization. Criminal organization pays her money to supply the, the air trip. Uh, so they, they like split things half and half. Criminal organization uh, pays for half of these things. The male uh, pays for some of these things. Criminal organization pays for the woman to take her her pers- boyfriend, prospective husband, on trips to Hawaii and um, and Cancun and all this other shit, right? Con- convinces her boyfriend uh, and soon-to-be husband to start paying for trips on his own. Then they get married. Oh, we need loan. So they take out a loan. Woman takes quite a bit of that loan, gives it to her uh, Russian 
uh, you know, handler. Makes it look like she's actually spending all the money on herself, but if you compare the receipts, she's only spending about 25% of what she takes out alone. Keeps doing it and doing it. So, sorry about that. There was an alarm on a little wristwatch. I thought it went off at 6.30, but I guess it was 6.30 before the daylight savings times or standard time, whichever it is right now. Anyway, so um, uh, the Russian is, you know, they finance the trips. The girl then gets the guy to finance trips. Then they start running low on money. So the girl says, I have income of my own. Get loan. So she co-signs the loan with the guy. She keeps encouraging trips, vacation trips, where there were trips that she pays for, they watch their pennies. Once trips that, and trips that the man pays for, the husband pays for, uh, the Russian wife will eat and insist on eating at restaurants where they have 50 to $100 per plate. I... Again, I've seen this. I've been privy to it. I've watched it happen. Now, depending on whether or not the person has a medical condition, a lot of times the man that is being sought out has a medical condition. Um, someone I knew had a real problem with uh, drinking, and it was damaging the, uh, his internal organs. The Russian encouraged him to drink more until he died. He died shortly after he obtained a loan, a large loan. Uh, she had a large um, life insurance policy on him. And uh, by then... They had eaten up all the collateral on his house. She had the loan money. They could not go after her because her name was not on that loan. She wound up with, uh, it was, I'm pretty sure it was uh, about a million dollars or a little bit over a million dollars. In addition, there appeared to have been some other people who had taken their own loans out on him. You can do that. You can take a loan out on somebody without them knowing. It's not quite illegal yet. So, uh, really, really, really easy to get a lot of money if you pick out somebody with health problems who has their own land, who can afford to get loans, and has a condition where if they're encouraged, encouraged to uh, partake of things, they will die. If someone has type 2 diabetes, bad insulin shot. Sounds like Agatha Christie, but it's what's been going on. You can't prove that these Russian women are murdering their husbands, but you have individuals who are getting money from these people's deaths. The Russian woman is winding up with a lot of money, citizenship, and 
because she has family in Russia, she can travel back and forth with, with, without any problem or needing any cause. Another way is the Russian woman is married with this guy. She manages to manipulate a physical confrontation. She tries to get proof that her life was threatened or she was attacked. That's impossible in most instances. I will say sorry. Um, however, If she can manipulate an attack or get someone to witness the man being angry with her in public, she can try to force a divorce proceeding. Now, if she is signed on a loan, she can typically trick the husband in order to sign an agreement saying that he owns all the debt, which means she can usually leave the marriage. Some Russian wives have actually been able to get the man to sign an agreement that they own all the debt from a loan. She can say, I don't know English that well. He had to be signed papers. I didn't understand the papers. I didn't know. I didn't understand. And in doing so, they can typically be, you know, the man will wind up with a quarter of a million to $800,000 in debt and the woman can still try and sue for portions of the property. The only way you can salvage that property is if the property is part of a business because then the property is protected. I've never married a Russian wife but uh, <laughs> never even dated a Russian. Um, the situation that I'm familiar with, this is what happened. The Russian tried to manipulate a confession that she was threatened with physical violence. She tried to claim a neighbor was threatening them with physical violence. Neighbor turned out to be a cop, was not a black neighbor. Uh, the Russian manipulated a physical confrontation, tried to use that, couldn't use that. Although many Russians are able to do that. Um, only if they wind up with bruises and are examined. Right? Then she also tried to manipulate. Uh, she tried to sue for half of the house. Found out the house was protected by, by the... Uh, a business tried to sue for divorce and take everything else found out that the guy always spends money down to having nothing and is always running off of debt for tax reasons so she couldn't get money out of him even tried to get him to admit that he owned all the debt from a loan because when she realized that she divorced him she would wind up having to pay money when she had no job So there are ways to circumvent this. The problem is the man has to keep her attached to him. Otherwise, he'll lose on 
that $250,000 loan, which can be collected out of his business and out of his house. So he fucked himself too. In protecting himself, he fucked himself. That's the only way out of that situation is by being in a loveless, terrible fucking marriage. And when the Russian woman found out about that, what she does, I love you, I love you, oh, I have to escape. It goes over to Denver multiple times doing whatever it is she's doing. At this point, whomever brought her over, I think that they've cut her loose, right? Oh, she fucked up. Well, we can't get money from her. Um, but the thing is, if she were successful, what would have happened would be the man would have been stuck with an $800,000 bill missing his house. She would have had it, or at least she thinks she would have had it. She would have been forced to immediately hand over a large portion of the house to her handlers. It's pimping. It's pimping on a scale that the average street corner pimp can only dream of. We are talking hundreds of thousands of dollars per Russian wife. Up to several million dollars if the husband dies off and there's a policy on them. She may still be biding her time by getting a policy on her husband. Fifteen years after, you know, fifteen years of marriage, maybe fifteen more won't be so bad. And fifteen, he'd probably be dead, and she'll have everything, plus insurance money, plus a you know life insurance money, plus uh, her handlers getting extra insurance money on him. So, if their handlers are still around, they might be like, well, fuck you. We got, we got a couple 10,000, 20,000 in profit bringing you over. We don't need you anymore, right? Maybe she's not even paying it off. Maybe she has no relationship to this, you know, wedding ring anymore. Um, you know, maybe it was never really a hard relationship that she had. But now she's stuck in that situation. So the problem is, is that even though there's a pattern of behavior here to set up a situation where the woman's coming over, taking money, the husband then dying or getting divorced, uh, fraudulent actions such as saying, you say you own all the debt and then attempting to divorce them, well, say, oh, the debt belongs to him. I take all the money, which is exactly what she tried. Even with this as evidence, you can't prove what her intent was. And if you can't prove what her intent was, you can't uh, throw her in federal prison for circumventing 
immigration pro, you know, protocols or immigration laws or regulations. So these pieces of shit are doing this in spades here. You know, it's a card term, a bridge term. They're doing this in spades here in Colorado. Where I live, it's a real fucking problem to a point where all of the attorneys in this in this city, in this in this metro area, know about it. There are tens of thousands of Russians that have poured into Colorado in the last 20 years alone. Lots of women, lots of Russians with big thick wads of money, lots of of uh under the table uh, palm greasing going on. They don't need to be dealing in drugs. They're dealing in flesh. They're dealing in marriage. And there's not a fucking thing anyone can do about it. I don't even have enough proof to report to the authorities. Uh, this guy looks suspicious. How does he look suspicious? He's a Russian with a wad of cash that he says was only a thousand dollars, but I'm counting two hundred or three hundred thousand here. Okay, does he have any drugs? No. Um, he came in on the same weekend that this brand new Russian Russian wife came in. Okay, is there proof? No. Don't waste our time. Hey, uh, this guy, he had a drinking problem. His wife knew about it, but she kept buying booze at the local store and he just died. And she made like a million dollars off his life insurance policy that she only picked up like three months before. Okay. There's nothing illegal about forcing or, or giving booze to your husband, even if he knows that he's going to die if he drinks. Hey, uh, I know this Russian bitch. She orchestrated a fight. She tried to claim things happened. She gave false statements to the police. She uh, tried to claim that the police officer neighbor next door threatened her life. Okay, do you have a recording of that? No. She'll tell you, though. Yeah, but it won't. The, so, she's lying to you guys about her police neighbor, who's black. She may just be racist. Well, yeah, she's racist. She's Russian. Um, but uh, she also did this by trying to get her husband to sign an agreement that he owned all the debt. Then she tried to uh, break her agreement by saying, I want a divorce anyway, until she found out she couldn't take the house. Okay, that does sound suspicious. Yes, she's probably a Russian um, skin junk, you know, just a piece of skin. You know, probably part of the human trafficking problem. Okay, great. Investigate him. Yeah, I don't have any proof for that. I, I can't get a subpoena. This is how you break the law in this country. These are detailed instructions on how it's going down. And there's no way to stop it. Unless some legislators take some action to revise certain aspects of divorce and marriage law. The problem is I don't know what aspects need to be revised.
there needs to be some sort of marriage issues with hints of illegality where a person can say, I think something illegal is going on here, but I'm wrapped up in this blackmail situation. Uh, we both need to pay off this loan. If I get divorced, this loan is canceled. And like, it's, it's turned into a really bad situation. They will immediately try to collect on the loan. Maybe the law is, okay, the loan is suspended for two years to allow time for the individuals to separate and make sure that they have gainful employment in order to pay back the loan. Maybe if there's like some sort of law to do that, then it will prevent a major action in this criminal act. It's the only thing I can come up with. So um, <laughs> that's the way life is going on right now here in Colorado. And um, once again, the job I'm in, I've been given information by law enforcement to look out for exactly this type of behavior. And the moment they gave it is like, oh my God, it's everywhere. It is fucking everywhere. And yet they can't do anything to stop it. But you know what? They're happy enough to lock up, uh, quote, quote, illegal immigrants, separate kids from their moms and uh, kill babies in cages, right? They can't get rid of this Russian human trafficking issue. Yeah. I say we need ICE to start raiding these white Russians. It's a real problem. It's a real fucking problem. So anyway, I hope you guys have a good day, and I hope I gave you something to think about. Take care.